Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Wellness and Wonder. I'm Paris Avet. Hello, I'm Francesca D'Amico. And here we are to talk about spiritual food. Such an important and amazing topic, Paris. Let's let's go into it. We've often spoke about in previous episode uh, spiritual love. We've gone into empathy. We've gone into what else have we done? Know your worth. But this time we are tackling the love of self through spiritual food. Give it to us, Francesca. What are we saying? Well, I would start saying that loving health and beauty in general is the key toward happiness and inner success. Um, that's why we want to go through this journey together because we truly believe in these amazing values. And of course, food is one of the main ingredients of our life. So why not spiritual food? Also, I would say spiritual because uh, the moment, the actual moment of when we eat is so spiritual and so magical. We awake our senses, we touch, we see, we smell. So that cannot be called in any other way than spiritual. This is so true. And it's actually, you know, classically, when we're talking about uh, connection with higher beings, you know, often people fast. And often when people are at spiritual occasions, they eat, we, we, we feast. And so for many different things, yeah. food is seen as such an entity. But I think the biggest thing that is missed in pretty much anything to do with health the answer is in what you put into your body. If there totally, is the totally. nothing medically that cannot, not necessarily be healed, but be balanced and maintained when it comes to diet. And I think so many people... And prevention too. Completely. Yes. And I think so many people misunderstand that food is fuel. And we're so bought into food being this i want to eat because i'm bored and the emotional eating which we'll go into later but it's it's crazy isn't it the power of food yes it's important in fact as you said paris to know the power of food to understand that to build the spiritual inner strength for our body mind and soul followed by an intellectual approach means knowing what's behind every ingredient, what's behind what we eat. That is the reason why we eat spiritual food, because it goes in our body, but it reflects in our mind and soul too. It's all connected. And of course, now we are going to explain you why. Completely, completely. So what would you like to focus on? Would we like to go through the chakras of food? Yes, I was thinking about, uh, we can of course uh, then uh, look at our beautiful image uh, to understand, you know, to follow the process correctly. And I was thinking that uh, knowing that we are what we feed ourselves on, it's fundamental, as we said. And feeding ourselves doesn't mean feeding only our body, but also feeding our mind with love and positivity. So, uh, I'm saying that because we are approaching to the chakras and so it's important to understand why the chakras so the energies within us are connected to food. So 
being connected means that as uh, soon as we eat, we, of course, um, bring connection to the energy within us to what we eat. Because uh, as we said, the food we eat is very powerful. So we can explain, we can start explaining, looking at our image. So explaining chakras are seven energies within our body. And uh, if we lack of energy, for example, and we don't feel satisfied, after eating, it's because the food we eat isn't fulfilling the kind of energy our body requires. So whatever food goes down our system is directly uh, proportional to the energy we possess. These energies we're talking about are called chakras, but uh, um, they are positioned in uh, different ways of our body. So for example, if uh, we feel difficulties to express our communication, our, our, our actual problem is to um, this blockage that is in our throat chakra. And the consuming juices, for example, of fruits turns out to be a great help in rejuvenating the throat. So that's why we said there is this connection between food and the chakra, because as soon as we ingest the food, it affects all the energies. I can give another example, for example. So uh, any all green color food, which are rich in chlorophyll, mm -hmm. for example, uh, raw foods, uh, sprouts, all these kinds of greens, helps in unblocking the negative force that are blocking our heart, heart chakra. Yes. So if we have all these uh, energetical problems, if we know what we eat, we can truly cure our body within. And, and there is such a thing, you know, and you're, you're exactly right. You know, and this is probably something we'll, I think we'll go in another time is the power of chakras and the relation to the stones and the gems on earth and the color processes and our aura glows. You know, there's a whole process when we, we look at chakras, but this is very important because this is kind of probably top level chakra information that, you know, we start to speak about it, but it's the concept of a high vibration diet, isn't it? And actually, um, I believe the book's yeah. called Good Vibes, Good Life, I think. Double check that. We'll put the, the book on the link of the podcast. But it's yeah. saying that there are certain foods that give us a low vibration. And I've actually got it here as well, which is, which we'll put it, of course, in the video. But we have things like particularly fruits and vegetables, which encourage high vib vibration food because it comes from the earth and it encourages our system to yeah. feel light, to feel energized, to feel calm. But then of course, the moment we start, and they say it's eating meat now, we both are eat, you know, meat eaters. We, we, we don't, we're not vegans or vegetarians, but we, I, we probably don't, for me, I personally don't eat a lot of red meat if at all, but I, I yeah. still eat, uh, you know, chicken and fish yes. and all the two-legged friends, duck and not humans though, but, uh, you know, <laughs> definitely eat all of it. But they say, of course, everything we do is energy. So they say by eating meat, it attracts as ne attracts negative vibrations because we're dealing with yes. food that has been slaughtered. And of course that actually applies to the Islamic faith, of course, because they have halal food for the same reason, you know, the particular kind of slaughtering is to allow that spiritual spiritual passage but particularly particularly in high vibration food they suggest 
you know, don't touch the meats. Uh, of course, from a scientific point of view, and of course, it's probably something we need to address often. So Francesca and I have two very different uh, skills when it comes to nutrition. So of yes. course, Francesca's is the emotional, well, I'll let you explain it, but you're the emotional journey, the experience of food, where I come from a more clinical perspective. I'm a nutrition specialist. So we directly address things like IBS and uh, weight problems and hormone problems. So I'm constantly talking about the hormone response with food. And so of course, when we eat meat, it says it obviously gives us health problems because of course it takes a very heavy hormonal process to break down when we deal with amino acids, gut bacteria and all of that. Of course it becomes, if we don't have that imperfect alignment, which of course is as, as a chakra being, that's what we're always searching for is the best alignment. You know, we struggle yes. to process that. And of course we've got the uh, feeling heavy with intent, increasing anger and aggression because apparently you are carrying that energy from the slaughtered animal and also with the low vibration comes alcohol wine black tea soft drinks and coffee what do you think i yes i agree with you paris and uh, yes that's why nutrition is important uh, under the medical aspect and under the spiritual aspect because uh, being perfectly uh, the two things if we what we're eating and why we need certain ingredients, we realize also how we feel so much better following these, uh, I wouldn't call them diets, but following this uh, knowledge that we must know to feel good. And uh, as you said before, I remember, you know, when my grandma used to cook me something with all her positive energies, uh, I, I remember the positivity I was feeling from the dishes that she was cooking. And that's a proof of eating not only the, the ingredients that is in front of us, but also the energy behind it. So that's why meat is also very dangerous. And they say, you know, eat organic meat because uh, animals are treated in a different way with love and with curing them. It's the same for a meal cooked from someone that is putting all the love in this dish. We will also feel the positivity of the dish. And that's why it's very interesting, the spiritual aspect of food, it can influence all the chakras. I really would love to give other examples, Paris, if you agree. Oh, completely. Please do. Please do go for it, darling. So all the chakras that we have that are basically crown chakra, which is ear, the third eye chakra that is ear, that is our instinct. Then we have the throat chakra, the heart chakra, the solar, the sacral, and the base root chakra. All these energies can be unblocked through food. And of course, uh, nutrition help us realizing, and we've been studying together with Paris, chatting about these things, and we actually can prove this to you, uh, how the food affects us. For example, for the crown chakra, we can use, uh, you know, many ingredients and are related to fasting, breathing, and meditating. Mm -hmm. So there are certain kinds of foods which are good to unblock, you know, problems that come from here. And fasting is a way of unblocking it, for example. Mm -hmm. Then we have our third eye chakra that can be unblocked with the blueberries, purple grapes, all the things that have the color purple. So uh, eggplants, you know, red onions, blueberries. Then we have the third chakra that can be unblocked, as I said before, with greens, 
uh, and many other vegetables, preferably have to be eaten raw. So why have there so much effect on these energies? Because what we eat to all these examples, um, for the heart chakra, we can eat uh, broccoli, uh, kale, spinach, uh, sweet chard, um, which are the uh, thyme, all the herbs, basil. And it's incredible when we eat herbs, in fact, that we see and we feel our heart completely open. Right, Paris? Don't that's you feel these two? Yes, that's that magic of the seasoning, of course. Yes. Then we have, uh, just to finish, the solar plexus chakra that can be um, open if it's blocked with currants, uh, oranges, mangoes, so all the yellows. And the, the magical thing is that uh, actually the colors of these chakras are reflecting the same colors of the food I'm talking about. Cool. So we just have to know the colors of our chakra and we follow the colors to follow, you know, this program of diets we should follow. So we said purple, all the purples, green, all the greens, orange, all the oranges. So yellow, all the yellow ingredients. Then we have the sacral chakra, which is uh, in orange. Uh, as I said, you know, mango, cantaloupe. And then the last one is the roots. With the root chakra, we must eat uh, uh, veggies and spices. So apples, tomatoes, uh, red peppers, uh, red beans, cranberries. Mm. So all these ingredients are really powerful to unblock our energies. That is so fascinating, and it literally, obviously, the point... It's so powerful. When I say it, I feel emotional, baby. You know, you really look at it, and you think none of that is... You know, we're often looked to fill, you know, a, a simple macro base. So, you know, your carbs, your protein, your grains, your veg, all of that. None of... Not once did you, you know, break that down for any need. You know, you've broken it down into specifically what the spirit needs to vibrate higher, and you gave such a specific breakdown. Now, is there a particular one meal you can say that oh, this is like the ultimate high vibration meal that kind of puts all the chakra aligned? Is there something you've cooked that you can say, oh yeah? Well, I must say that uh, whatever we cook with love, combining different ingredients, not too many because otherwise we lose the nutrients mm. unless we really know how to cook it to preserve all of them. Because let's remember that when we cook all the ingredients together, they lose their nutrients, either because some ingredients, they don't uh, necessity high heating and few of them, they might. So it's always better to not mix too many ingredients together. But I would say that a powerful dish is a dish made, for example, with uh, fish, fruits, veggies, spices, and uh, uh, powders, you know, like different things all together, which create these explosions of flavor in your mouth. Wow. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so there is actually a high vibration diet food pyramid and apparently it's there to elevate your consciousness and develop psychic abilities eat more high vibration foods and reduce intake of low vibration foods so i guess we could put it to the yeah. pool but processed refined unethical and junk foods they are completely low vibration foods so none of our chakras nothing is going to respond you know, we're going to struggle to manifest, you're going to struggle to 
sleep, all of that stuff. If you are finding yourself, and this is something that particularly in this lockdown and in this this world we're in at the moment, you'll find a lot of people are talking about sleep struggle. Have you found that, darling? Yes, so many people are struggling are struggling for this, and the reason, the main reason, is that they don't follow a daily routine. I suppose maybe there are many reasons, but one of the main reasons I think is the daily routine. So, which is a mess, and so they don't follow, you know, certain routines, and so they get lost. Exactly, they get lost. Sometimes they sleep more. Sometimes they sleep less. Stress doesn't help. That's because routine really follows us completely and you know that's and it's also a form of toxicity and even you know for me uh, from a health professional I talk because as we always say part of our knowledge is our journey so you know I was very big and you know I have the polycystic ovaries all the things that are irresponsive to a bad diet so the moment you start loading up the carbs and the sugar the body doesn't process it's not burning through food it just decides to sit in all the places you don't want it to sit and uh yeah the magic of of understanding the vibration yes. this diet is the aligning of the chakras as you say it's it's understanding that when you have these points and we will address these chakras again, because of course you've gone through it in such detail there, but to really help people understand the importance of these signature key points in our body, what they can command, what they can do. And to know that you have the magic within you to control how your body responds yes. as an energy. And I think this is the big thing that, yeah we often speak about we are energy and this is part of your force field is your chakras isn't it yeah. yes baby practicing this mindful eating it's fundamental mm. it's fundamental and mindful eating is to reconnect ourselves with the experience of eating enjoying our food and to know that we are what we eat and we can be better if we know how to eat yes and it's so know, important and it really it's is and we we've we've come by such a time where before we've prioritized a good diet and self-care and spiritual need and mental health and wellness we i don't know how they are in italy but here in in the uk we have this crazy thing where all the uh takeaways and food delivery places are cheap you know people are ordering in uh, from anywhere and everywhere before they're even cooking themselves and so it's such a terrible thing that as a country and as a nation we haven't prioritized this as a healing process you know we're not we've shut the gyms we're not encouraging people to stay at home and cook the healthy food is more expensive than the processed and no process yeah. needs to be done. And that's the bit that's crazy. There is no process yeah. in food, in good, healthy. Baby, I love what you're saying. You know, it's mad, isn't it? Like, what process when you want to eat vegetables does the, does, you know, that's part of the paleo diet, isn't it? Anything that needs to go through a process can't be touched but of course with that we lose the joy of bread we lose the joy of pasta and carbs are not bad and that's I think another thing that you know people approach 
these quick fixes, don't they, in diets? They say, oh, stripe out all carbs, strike out this, strike out that. Well, guess what? You're going to be doing that every two years because you're not teaching yourself to eat mindfully. Striking carbs out from a diet. Like, how crazy is that? And I know being Italian, that is not a thing for you, is it? <laughs> yes, it's not something I would accept. But I, as I always say, baby, is that we can avoid white flour. This is the only carb we should avoid because it's not healthy since it's been treated in a very bad way in the last years. So we cannot really compare the gluten we have today to the gluten there was in the past. Before it was all organic. Now there is a big difference because of the business around it. People are destroying our beautiful nature. So... It's important to know that, as you said, Paris, carbs are amazing, mostly for people that need energy, energy to exercise, energy on the daily life. And joy, and joy. <laughs> carbs bring joy. Yes, yes, baby. And the, before you were saying something very interesting, which is all about this processed food. And I think one of the reasons is because of I would change the meaning of fashion related to food. They always say food is fashion related to this, all mm. these colorful products which are super fake, uh, which are you know super full of chemicals, full of colorants. Right. And the food, but it's not this kind of food that is fashion. And I know you believe the same, and you know so much about this too. We should really tell people how food is important and food is fashion, but which fashion are we talking about? <laughs> because it's not about the impact on our eye, it's about the effect that it has in our soul and mind and body. It's not so superficial, the approach we should have. Completely, and I think it's understanding what, it's understanding your journey as a person, it's understanding what you need to do. You know, if, before I eat anything and, you know, I haven't been so good over Christmas, but of course been enjoying Christmas too. But past Christmas, you go, okay, you know, what is, you think about the process, you know, I always say to a lot of my clients, if it has four legs, don't eat it because we are now looking at lamb, pork, uh, beef. Don't do that. Or game. Because let alone there's a lot of fat in that and of course none of us want to contain you know take bad fats you know of course you've got good fats like avocado and many things like that but we don't want to take this hormonal fat and a lot of these these animals they are injected and they're not farming isn't the same the same way gluten isn't the same farming isn't the same and now we're not knocking the farming industry there's a lot of hard-working organic farmers but organic if you're going to do it, make sure it's organic. Make sure that you know it's a good grass-fed beef or something like that because there is so much. When you can, you go in the meat, meat aisle and you've got this big tray full of beef and it's cheaper than uh, a good 450-gram uh, tray of minced yeah. beef is cheaper than a 200-gram. There's a reason for this and it's going to be the fat content. It can take up to seven weeks for fat to go through your body. Yes seven weeks so yes. that's almost... and we feel heavy and tired yes yes baby you know as you said yes very uh slow in a slow during over a slow process we feel tired because our body is still working on this fat that is it cannot process for a long time and so we feel tired we feel anxious because of course as we said the food is connected to our mind too 
So it's important to avoid many ingredients which are actually bad quality. Because if it is good quality, baby, I don't know if you agree, it's good to, to eat meat sometimes, but the quality is really important because Everything. of all the reason we just said. Exactly. Yeah, quality is fundamental. Invest in food, not in others. Exactly, exactly. And I know that's something that, of course, you pride yourself in is the location of, you know, your market straight from the butcher, straight from the fisherman. You know, that's always, you know, your thing. And that's what I always speak on. I say, you know, the moment it becomes a process like that, you know, you're taking that into your body. And most of the time I say to people, because they always say to me, oh, when's the, the cheat day? And I said, there's no cheat day because you can't out train and you can't cheat a bad diet. And that's the reality. Like there is nothing you can do. Yeah. So what you have to do is find balance. And this doesn't just come with what you eat. This comes with actually every sector of your life, because when you're stressed, a lot of people will go and eat. When you're sad or when you're happy people might overindulge and you need to have your happiness and your stress and all these levels balanced for then you to be able to be in a position to process that balance the same way and also and i think the biggest thing with the the world of nutrition doesn't promote enough is drinking enough water yes i think that's water Water, it's pure energy i mean it's it gives of the sun and the water they are pure energy with water we would miss so much energy in this world imagine imagine the effect the water has in our body it gives so much energy everything and it's like you know our brain with 70 percent water all our organs you know you wake up and it's even like talking about fasting and so many people say that fasting is really good for you but you know, in short increments, yes. Short periods of time, like 12 hours is ideal. Like uh, a bit every day to restore ourselves. Totally agree. I mean, it depends on the cases. Sometimes people do it one month and they feel uh, so much better. Right. But uh, I think it's, yeah. Because the thing is, it's like, you know, our organs need things to thrive off of. Now, unless you know you are completely in complete, almost 100% health, that's probably the only time you can even start to look at a, a uh, any kind of fast. Because the moment you start to take, unless you're doing like a, a medical process fast, nutritional fast, so you would like, so with someone like ourselves, you would go through a step-by-step nutritional fast to uh, unwrap hormone imbalances. But you don't even know if you've got 100% liver function for your for your body to function without these things. And you could be making things worse. And so many people just think, oh, well, I'm just not going to eat from like when I wake up to lunchtime. By doing that, you haven't ate all night, you haven't drunk all night, and then now you're going to keep your organs dry. Even Why would you do that? And your body doesn't know the difference between breakfast and yes. lunch. And sometimes, you know, so many people say that it's good to eat a bit of everything during the day, but I believe it's really good also not to eat between lunch and dinner, for example, or between breakfast and lunch. So mm-hmm. you have these moments of meditation in front of the food, you think about what you're eating, being Please. happy and grateful. And so if we eat over all day without thinking much just to eat just for the pleasure of it we miss the importance of food and the the magic of the moment as well 
Yes. So it is knowing, in fact, the relation of our food with our brain. We ask our mind and tune into our life force to know what, what is needed in our food dish, a plate. It's very important. It is really important. Yes. I think that's definitely something that when you're looking at spiritual food, understand the magic behind what you are eating and look deeper into your purpose. So if you want to find yourself attracting and bringing in more reality, then you need to adjust the way in which you look at food. Understand that this is fuel for your everyday and how you eat is going to determine your tomorrow. Now, we're not saying you can't enjoy the odd Coca-Cola or the odd sweet or whatever, but it's all balance. It's 80-20, really. If you can do 80% raw, good, happy, so that is six days a week fresh food yeah. you know yeah. you're going to give yourself yeah. a chance it's also so much better and so much more beautiful to you know to buy our products to know where they come from and to know the color to know the smell they have to know the texture the taste in order you know to truly derive its benefits because when we buy processed food we already find them you know already made we don't know what's inside we just feel sugar and salt and it looks super amazing because is the it, the food at the moment is lying to us because of the sweet and sour final taste mm. and we feel yes the mouth muttering but it's just a lie it's not real food it's just uh, it's so superficial mm. and so it's so important to get to know really food properly knowing that we are what we eat and we can become so much more through the food we eat i was also thinking that uh, another uh, important uh, nourishment for our body apart our food of course mm. are massages shatsu massages now yes you did mention so to tell me help digestion okay yes last time we were talking about it mm -mm. and uh, I think it's, it's part of spiritual food because as we said, food is not only about ingredients, but it's also about nourishing our body in different other, way, in diff in other ways and from other perspectives. So for example, the shatsu, it's, it, was, it is a super famous technique in Japan and also in the Chinese medicine. And it is truly recommended if we have to unblock these energies we have to talk wow. about. So uh, even, even a massage, a one massage can truly help us for digestion, for example. If we have, uh, you know, problems with digestion, we can even, you know, cure it with ingredients, eating well, but also through massages, touching our body, spreading, spreading these positive energies. It's really powerful. This Do you have an example? Yeah. For example, as we said, you know, we have all these chakras. At the same time, all different points of our body are connected to other points of our body. So, for example, our fingers on our feet, they are connected to our shoulders. And so if we massage properly, you know, certain parts of our body, we will unblock other parts of our body that we are not touching. It's magical. That's our body it's not only about one part of it, it's about the wall of it. So if we cure a part of our body, we will cure automatically the whole body. Completely. 
And it's funny you say that actually, because me working as a corrective exercise specialist. So, you know, I deal with the muscles and the rehabilitation of muscles. We're often. Yeah. Yeah what they call um, pain transferal. Now, pain transferal is, of course, where you go, oh, I've hurt my hip. But what you've actually done, you've knocked out your shoulder because of the way that the muscles connect and where the the base sits, where the joint sits, how the body, how your body moves. That does that. So that is all of that. And it's the biggest science and of course it must fall very closely it doesn't have the spiritual element of course as as we are that's more the medical and you know anatomical element behind it but pain transferal is probably one of my biggest biggest signatures so often when I get people to do things I have to do a postural assessment and I assess the way they move and I can actually pinpoint where they've had injuries in their body how do you know I'm like Yes, but... yes, it's amazing because energy moves through channels within the body. So if we are able, as your magical touch, for example, to touch certain parts, you can unblock these energies going through the, the meridians of our body. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's particularly so, you know, when it comes to the knees, you know, we have to work through, you know, behind the glutes the quads and when we're working through the back we have to build through our shoulders and we understand because there's a tightness so you see a lot of people of course now they're sitting down and they're going to have this kind of posture like this yeah and that's because their chest is tight and of course we have to release here to then release here and have that perfect posture and that's so much because of course when you're crouched like this you're then now shrinking your stomach your stomach muscles are loose and of course, your energy isn't aligned. It's not happening because you're you're this. Now, how strong and how powerful do we look sitting like this? Yes. And uh, you know why I love these therapies? Because they're all natural therapies. So we don't take medicines to cure within us. But through these uh, movements you're talking about, uh, massages, are all a way which can be only for us that's why we call it magical right completely completely you know it's like it's 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 you have the physiotherapy but the physiotherapy a lot of people they'll it fixes the initial trauma and a lot of people don't do them exercises so that's where my job exists as the corrective exercise specialist we take historic wounds in the body so if you've had a, a pain in the body for years that's been there and people have been living with this pain and you go how long does that work for and you imagine imagine if they had the right (sighs) shiatsu or the right movement process to fix and rebalance their muscles be amazing yes really would be amazing well that's stunning that is this mindful approach uh, to our mind, body, and soul, it's very important. And I'm glad, Paris, we can go through this journey together Mm. because it is the future. Since we are important as human beings, it's really important to talk about these topics. As you say, it's prevention, not cure. And And to understand the world, we have to invest our energy. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's taking 
these energies and understanding how you can use it as your superpower you know you all harness this in power but you know you harness a power that you can fly with and you can do amazing things but it's understanding that that can be blocked so easily with just by what you put in your body as they say you are what you eat yes and so much more so much more it's it's insane it's insane and yes so so keep your food like we're always encouraging you to be on a spiritual journey know that you can eat the spiritual journey high vibration diet that's the way to go vibrate higher eat higher take that process and we'll help you along the way but it's all about prevent you know prevention of the body manifesting illness help here help here help all the lower chakras by giving yourself that chance of eating well yes thank you so much for listening to another episode of wellness and wonder thank you of course francesca actually provides the topics and i just give the scientific perspective she's your wonder and your wellness and i'm your wonder and you're boring (laughs) so yes <laughs> I love it. You are wellness. I'm wonder. I'm but <laughs> I'm wondering, and you are wellness, baby. Exactly, exactly. And thank you for growing with us as we're growing. We appreciate all those who are tuning in as the podcast is growing. Remember, this is your safe space. You know, we are here to share wellness in the most wondrous way, way with you. I'm Paris Avet, your corrective exercise specialist, nutritionist, personal trainer, and health and life coach, along with Francesca D'Amico, health coach and spiritual mother. <laughs> And forever, we are Wellness and Wonder. See you next week. I'm wondering. Bye. <laughs> Wellnessing. See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>